0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Greg Reese Sunday podcast. It is March 13th, Sunday, 2022. Well, I hope you're all doing very well. Um, Last week, I was trying to remember what I talked about. Um... And I realized, I think I just talked about another podcast, you know, that's pretty much because I was so out of it. Um, Fog of war and all that. Excuse me. I'm a little less out of it now. Um, Quite a bit less out of it now or out of the fog, back to normal, uh, whatever normal is or the new, you know, adjusting to the new level. But I do have some notes. I'm way more organized this week than I was last week. So let's get into it. Before we get into you know, the interesting ranting chit-chat, um, just a heads up, I'm sending this to everyone on the email list, not just uh, paid subscribers, because I'm still getting issues sorted out with Substack. The issue, I'll tell you what it is, Not and it's probably boring and you probably don't care, but I'll tell you what it is. It's basically... Um, Stripe is a company that does the billing, and I was dealing with them on my website, on the Reese Report, through a thing called Member Press, which is where about 200 of you signed up for, through. And when I signed up at Substack, Substack also uses Stripe, and so when, they, when I signed up for Substack and it got to the Stripe portion of the signup, I j- logged in to my Stripe account, and then it just sort of automatically uh, set it up. They, I was actually told by support that I can't bring, like, previous subscribers into Substack, but it did it, all, it, did it anyway, um, which probably because I already had the Stripe account and probably because everything was the same, almost, you know, the same monthly, the same annual. Everything was the same deal. So for about a month there, it worked, and then it stopped. And then it reverted um, back to basically now on Substack, it shows the people that have signed up since I've been there, and everyone else is gone. You're still on my Stripe account, but you're not in Substack. So it makes it like the great thing about Substack before was on the Sunday podcasts, which normally go out to just the – subscribers you just hit one button boom and then it just goes to those subscribers but now that they're not on the list anymore I have to do it manually or this right now until they fix it and and I think they will fix it so far they've been extremely helpful like at first I told you they said they can't do that and I asked them to give it a little more attention and I explained why and they were very cool they did and they're busy they're very busy So, so far this, and what they did, uh, they finally reached a point where they said, okay, we think maybe there's something to this. So they sent it higher up the level of support and they are a new company and they are very busy because they're new and they're adapting and you know, they're adding video and they're adding new things and stuff. So, uh, I have a feeling that they'll fix it, you know, and so far they've been really cool. And the only reason I don't think they would fix it is if they have a, you know, sort of a cancel culture mentality that, you know, against me like that other companies have in the past, but I don't get that vibe already. You know, I mean, one of the things we've learned from a lot of insiders and in, in almost every area of industry is that this ideology has uh, made its way into every, and everywhere, you know? So it's, it's like a spiritual uh, battle going on in every realm of, of society so we'll see. But um, anyways, if, if things go as nicely as they've gone so far, it'll probably sort itself out very quickly. And then moving forward, it'll be fantastic uh, for everyone involved in the meantime. And I would expect to get that maybe this week before next week. So this might be the last time I share this out, you know, regularly sharing, sharing out to everyone. You know, and then once, I, once we cinch it up and keep it, for subscribers only, then we can get into the real, you know, top secret private stuff. Just kidding. I don't know any of that stuff. Um, all right. I think that's it for the, uh, what do you call admin portion of it? Um, well, one more thing I will add. If they can't fix it and it's possible, they... Then um, If their suggestion is just to uh, You know delete these people well, I don't know I'll, what I'm probably going to figure out Is some type of way of manually doing it Until Like you're um, I don't know I'll figure it out It's going to be a pain in the butt that's it But I'll figure out a way of doing it manually So that it doesn't hurt, affect any of you my, my goal is to have this to not affect any of you In any way because that would suck. That defeats the whole purpose of going to Substack. I went to Substack to make the experience better for everyone. Uh, more professional for everyone. Because it was really sloppy before. Because um, you know, this is just me doing this. And I'm not really. I think my, uh, exp- my best experience is making videos. Not IT stuff. Anyways, moving forward. I hope you're doing well. Um, I mean, I've said that before, but we are in friggin' unbelievably wild times. Uh, A few times in saying that sentence just there, I had to avoid saying the word scary or fearful. I think twice I had to avoid saying it Um, because it's not, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be scary. It is, I guess. It is because it's, it's cause everything's changing, and I guess that's. But I will avoid using those words personally because uh, it's, fear is the mind killer, and it's a um, distress sign that you need to uh, recenter and balance. <clears throat> um, but it's uh, it's nutty, isn't it? So I hope you're doing well. The way I look at it is is if I wake up healthy with a job, with a home, with my life, with my routine, that it's the greatest day of my life so far. Uh, That's been the thing I've been saying to my friends, my coworker friends, whenever I'm asked how I'm doing. It's become my stock answer lately. And um, <clears throat> you know, it just makes sense to me because there is a 99.99 percent chance that I'll be waking up any day now without a life in this society. <laughs> you know this is uh, things that just got really serious I, uh, to my I don't think I ever said it on the podcast, but I've said it to close friends in the past that I was at a point where I was fearing for my life because of the work that I'm doing in the past. I think I said, it's a little, uh, I think I was jumping the gun on it in the past. Uh, and that's why I kept it more to myself. I think it was just an emotional expression, I think in the past, but now, I mean, it's legit now, like with uh, what's happening with Russia and with our government and not just our government, but our people, uh, It puts me in a very seriously uh, dangerous position, the fact that I am reporting on um, so-called, you know, oh, I'm just reporting Russia's side of the story, (laughs) which normally would be no big deal in America. Normally that's what the liberals would do in war, liberal media would do, is to report all sides of the story. Normally that would be what, like, um, people like... Sean Penn, the actor, the Hollywood phony actor, uh, Dim Bulb trying to start World War III, Sean Penn, that's what he would have done in the past, would have, uh, probably traveled to Russia and interviewed people there, like Oliver Stone did. And, uh, you know, that was normally a typical thing. If you're too, if you're a and and you don't remember, you know, the 80s, the 90s, that was typically the, um, the liberal stance back then. But now, you're only allowed to do what the people on the TV say, and they say it very loudly and repetitively for those who are watching it, and uh, they don't want... (laughs) Well, because when you look at what's happening, it's pretty clear what's happening, at least from our from an American's point of view. We. um, Our government's been hijacked long ago by uh, corporate interests, um, murder incorporated. Uh, Is that, you know, people talk about. You know, legal wars, illegal wars, whatever, I mean, has there been all war you could you could look at even the world wars were instigated into reality. You could say, I guess maybe the Civil War and the American Revolution were possibly inevitable. Quite, you know, Civil War was quite easily provoked, but not really, because that's what the whole confederate, confederacy was all about, right? Con against the federation, as opposed to like a pro-federate organization. They were confederate. They were, that's what there was, the whole gist of it. They were like, uh, we don't want this federal government thing that you guys are about to do. We don't want anything bigger than we have right now. <clears throat> uh, smart move looking back. So that was a reaction uh, trying to avoid uh, the inevitable push of this murder incorporated so from an American point of view, you know what these uh, what it appears to be is these bio labs, which are all um, obviously part of the same United Nations NATO COVID vaccine agenda, MRNA uh, nanotech, anti-human, transhuman depopulation, whatever you want to call it. I mean, just got to do a very—I did the last report I did with the sensationalist title. Um, What is it, Klaus Schwab and Hunter Biden connected to Ukraine biolabs? Yeah, it doesn't take that long to put it together and see now. Hopefully, and who knows, but hopefully, like, Russia is somehow acting from a point of honest and truth and justice, you know, some type of Christian perspective or position, rather— hopefully that's the case and and this keeps pushing things towards the truth because so far the last i heard was they were talking about the bat coronavirus thing was being developed there and we and that's once again that's metabiota there's you can go online and download the papers showing that work was being done there you know with you know eco alliance and So it was being done in the Wuhan labs And it was being done in Ukraine And You know For a lot of us for two years we've been sitting there Banging our heads against the wall Being like why isn't anyone Doing anything about this Now it seems like someone might be Doing something about it But maybe not who knows But to finish My last point that there's a 99.99% Chance I'll wake up any day now with how life in this society is, now I can say that, and it's real shit, man, you know? Because they're, like, they're caught in a serious thing. Now, the Russia brought it to the United Nations, and the United Nations is obviously working. I mean, they're kind of, like, running this show, it seems, with the WHO. And, um tied in with all these characters, you know, uh, so it's hard to see what the UN's going to do about it, unless this isn't like Russia going after truth and justice. Maybe they're just playing a role. We'll find out, I guess, <laughs> someday, you know, but because it could like the UN could just pretend that they don't have anything to do with this and make it all about America. And this could be a way to bring down America. You know, if you look at what happened to Japan and Germany after World War II, uh, you know, I mean, they had their military taken away. They, uh, Japan wasn't allowed to form a military again for I think 50 years or 60 years or something. I think just until just recently now they're, you know, they had a like a defense force you know, which is a, like a, a very small, stripped-down National Guard kind of thing. Um, Germany was put through the ringer, completely dissected. I think. Um, I mean, the point being is, would like could America serve? Could the Could the Constitution survive that? <laughs> you know, um, if the Constitution survives, then. Then yeah, great. Let's purge the system with all these criminals and expose everything. A hundred fucking percent. And there's no reason uh, in a, in a world of justice why the Constitution should suffer. But this might not be about justice. This might just be a show. Because I think that I suspect that was probably the plan with Hillary was to have her just really push the envelope and go all out, vapid, war beast mode to bring America down like uh, Nazi Germany was, you know, Uh, in in a controlled demolition as a part of a show that involves stripping away the First and Second Amendment, among other important aspects of our Constitution. So, it makes life interesting. It's exciting because I noticed right away that um, a lot of people that I follow stopped saying anything, you know, like like immediately I noticed I was more bored because a lot of the people that I follow just stopped talking. And I think that's probably probably because they feel it, too, and they don't want the, the doors kicking in and or I don't think they would kick my doors and they probably wait for me to go to the store and throw me in it arrest me that way. And then people, you know, we would just disappear and no one would notice. And by the time anyone did notice, if they ever did, it would be long over and long gone. And it was all just, a, well, we were at war and these people are, I mean, it happens in wars. I think it probably happens in every war. Now, granted, we're not officially deep into this war yet, but it could, that could change at any moment. We got Sean Penn over there pushing for it which means every uh, liberal female is probably pushing for it as well. Because if Sean Penn says World War Three is good, then obviously World War Three is good. And that, my friends, is pretty crazy, is it not? It's um, one of the hardest things I've noticed in life is to maintain a positive feeling towards humanity. I, I, I recently told a, someone I'm not, fighting for humanity anymore like I felt like I was a year ago or a couple years ago I'm fighting for truth now <clears throat> that's what I'm fighting for wherever that goes that to me now is the most uh d- divine thing to fight for I'm not saying I want humanity to lose uh you know I am a human being but uh you know because what's happened recently is, okay, so COVID exposed the cowards. COVID exposed those people that you know will, might, might go to Braveheart and, and get all pumped up and talk about freedom and all that stuff. But when it, when the rubber meets the road, uh, you know, they become cowards and uh, compliance and obedience. And uh, worse than that, they just start going along with it all out of a sense of, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's ugly, right? And so the first year, second year, whatever, uh, that was exposed. And no one, can, no one can hide behind empty words anymore, you know? Um. And what the war revealed in humanity was this whole my country right or wrong mentality of folks out there, many of whom uh, have been um, hiding out in the Republican Party in the the so-called conservative movement, in the so-called patriot movement, because it was comfortable for them for a while. But now this breakout group is, is definitely happening. You, know, you can see the, the Sean Hannity's. I mean, I was never a fan before, but you, you, know, you can see it clearly there. You can see it clearly. You can see it in anyone who's clamoring against Russia. You, you can hear uh, people saying things like, um, well, hey, I know Russia's bad and everything, but you're talking about the U.S. government now. And so it's you know, my country, right or wrong, right? My country right or wrong. I don't, uh, don't matter if uh, my country got cussed, busted with uh, you know, illegal weapons biolabs surrounding Russia and that they were responsible for you know, the, the biggest war crimes uh, in all of recorded history. It's my country. You know? And so I'm going fight, to fight for, you know, against anyone who seeks to destroy them through bringing out truth and justice. That ain't me. That might be you. It it is a lot of people you're seeing it, and I, it's interesting. It it bothers me. I think, and then it, and so I had to, and I think about everything. I have a very curious mind, so I think what is that, and I think what it is is, um, a lack of. I would imagine and this is a, maybe a cop out, but I would imagine it's because they lack a relationship with God, they lack a close relationship with God. And so they uh, don't understand the importance of righteousness, and of truth and justice and taking responsibility for your actions, you know, including your, your criminal evil actions. So it's tricky, you know. There are a lot of these uh, my con- these my country right or wrongers. A lot of them are also um, mercenaries, you know, Blackwater tops types, uh, investors in the military and in- industrial complex. You know, um, a lot of be money, a lot of money to be made. I don't know why. I, uh, the past minute, I've been stammering all my words. Um, there's a lot of money to be made. In war, obviously. It's a problem. I don't think it's a human thing either. I think, uh, I'm sure I've recommended this book before, but a great book, The Gods of Eden by William Bramley, highly recommended. Uh, That book covers, um, among other things, that Historically speaking, it seems as if war is something that that has to be manipulated and instigated, that on our own, we will choose against it. You know, we might start a fight, but we'll end it very quickly because we ultimately we don't want that. You know, what we want, humans tend to be, if you really do an honest examination, humans tend to be um, into having fun. There is a great uh, documentary I saw. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to, to name the names, but in short, they found a, a city. Archaeologists found a city that predated any other large city that they found. And what they they were frustrated was because it changed the narrative before this city was discovered. They believed the working hypothesis was that the motivation for civilization was to protect man was war was because we were into war and we were always fighting. And so we had a desire to band together and protect ourselves from War, and so that's why you saw walls, and weapons, and and buried b- bodies, buried from violence, in these ruins. You would always find these certain things: walls, defense perimeters, weapons, and and skeletal remains of bodies that were beaten violently. Signs of fighting and war. That, so that was the working hypothesis. This city that I can't think of the name, but it's now the oldest city. Accepted and for years they fought it and, and disputed it because it, it challenged that because they didn't find any wall. They didn't find any defensive perimeter. They didn't find weapons of war, and they didn't find any bodies that died from violence. What they did find was a lot of pipes and other things that appeared to be some type of drug paraphernalia, and dildos. <laughs> Sorry. So what they found was uh, that this society didn't seem to be interested in war. They partied. They seemed to be interested in uh, musical instruments, they found as well. So they, they found this society seemed to be into uh, s- pleasure, drugs, music, party dance. Personally, I think that's humans. I think that's what humans are. Left alone. The whole banding together thing is, I mean, that's like, that's fascism, right? If you look up the, the, the root of the word fascism, fascist, it's fasci the Latin root, which is the image. You, there's an image that goes with it. A fagi is a bundle of sticks that are tightly bundled together with an axe head in it. The bundle of sticks sort of hold it together so that the, the axe head is then wielded, able to be wielded and deployed against an enemy. And these are the My Country Right or Wrong folks. They're fascists. These are the ones that because... They lack a relationship with God, in my opinion. Well, let me preface this all by this is just my, my theory and philosophy. Because they don't have um, a relationship, a personal relationship with God, they are afraid. And out of that fear, they... The animal side of them wins over, and instinctually they decide they want to band together with other men to protect themselves against this unknown, unseen fear. This is uh, fascist. This is what fagi is. You'll actually see um, a lot of you already know this, obviously but you know, if you look into our halls of Congress, you'll see the fagi. I mean, it kind of says it right there. That's what, according to our government, that is what their purpose is, is to band together to make um, out of fear, of a, to, 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 uh, to uh, fight against their threats. This is also the word faggot is uh, derived from the same fagi term. You know, they, the, the word faggot also means a cigarette. And in in the UK, they call cigarettes faggots because it's a stick. Because a faggot is a stick. It comes from fagi, a band of sticks. Uh, sticks band together. The um, cigarette one, and so a pack of cigarettes is kind of like a fagi, a faggot. To be honest, a, a pack of cigarettes is really more of a faggot. Um, no, I guess fagi is plural, isn't it? Oh, that's what it is. The faggot is one of the individual sticks inside of the bundle. Sticks or dicks. It's the same kind of thing, isn't it? It's uh, it's a bunch of guys banding together to sort of become stronger than they are individually, because in my opinion, they're lacking the strength that comes from God. And it's available to them. They're just not going for it. That's my take. Because I don't have fear because I have a relationship with God, and that and my relationship with God is all that matters. Personally, I think that feeling is a result of the relationship. I might be wrong because it's just me in this life, but from what I've read and from people I've talked to, that seems to be a concurrent thing is that uh, if you have a personal relationship with God, a strong personal relationship, then you aren't really worried about anything else you know because from that relationship you get your guidance you get your grace you know you, you it's like you'll find yourself in the right place at the right time you don't have to worry about anything It's just like birds don't have to worry about things and squirrels I mean yeah they got to work they got to earn their earn their you know keep you know uh, fetch them nuts and all that stuff but um they're not worried They ain't tripping out you know They ain't turning into faggots or fascists and uh, banding together with other fascists and faggots, creating ugly societies uh, out of fear and lack of God. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, like I said, this is a spiritual thing and that's what's happening. So the war is exposing these fascist faggots uh, that don't care about right or wrong. They just care about uh, having their band of brothers, their gang, their crew right or wrong don't matter what they did we're seeing that now so hey any day I'm able to sit here in my tiny little apartment in beautiful sunny Florida and uh and I'm about to go uh take myself out to date night which is my next little subject I'm going to talk about for a minute. and I got my routine, I got my electricity on, I got, uh, you know, my bank account works, I can go to the store and get food, I have a car uh, that I can go drive, um, you know, to the store and to the, my date night, you know. Uh, any day I wake up and I have these things is really the greatest day of my life because life is really good. It has been really good for all of us in the modern world, especially in America, And this is one of those days. This is one more day that is probably going to, I mean, so yeah, I got 99.99% chance I'm going to wake up one day without a life in the society, meaning I can't, they're going to turn my bank accounts off. They're going to turn off uh, my ability to, to make money. You know, you guys are helping me become uh, more independent you know uh you guys are helping me get to the point that if they cut off my boss's business, which is more likely than than me I mean if I got a ninety nine point nine nine percent chance what are his chances right and so you guys are helping me get to the point that uh if that gets cut off I can um survive, but that's gonna change too you know <laughs> if you don't get with the program if you don't shut your damn mouth and uh and and let uh the lies dominate then you're gonna get shut down unless unless something goes fights back right and that i guess we can see results of that perhaps on the surface uh but maybe i don't know i'm a surf i'm in a position i'm I'm in one of the most low-life positions you could be in this in this society and i'm like I mean, it could be worse, but you know, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, knowledge and knowing what's going on and having any say, you know, for real. So, anyways, that's that. And um, that goes for anyone who is not willing to fold. That goes to anyone who, uh, like the the young fighter said last week, who's, who's going to dig their heels in to the dirt of their home and fight for the things that they love. That goes for all of us because we see where this is going clearly right it can be crazy and um and so sometimes you got to take care of yourself you know so like um i've been i don't really have any friends here and that's not a big deal i spent uh many 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 years of my life traveling around to strange places where I don't know anyone. And so I've, uh, and I tend to be a bit of a loner, big time loner, hermit and stuff. And so uh, not a big deal. Uh, I'm very alone here, but I don't get lonely. Typically, occasionally I do. And when I do, I got to take myself out. Uh, I got a little lonely yesterday. And I think the loneliness was more of just, uh, just coping, adapting to the world today. It's got to be hard. And I'm amazed at how well people seem to be dealing with it. I mean, who knows? I'm assuming that just because uh, people haven't gone buck wild yet, you know, but um, yesterday I was, I was pondering that. I was like, how have people not completely lost their shit? Like, it's crazy. And so like, uh, and I think I'm well prepared for it personally, because I've gone through my own, I've already faced my own inner demons. Like a lot of this is going to stir up people's, if you haven't dealt with your inner shit yet, you got that clog in your view first, right? So that 's got to be crazy and um so i 'm pretty well prepared for it i don 't think I could be much more prepared for it. I mean, you could always be a little more prepared i guess that 's one thing we 're learning but you know i 'm grateful for that and so uh, I actually caught myself. Googling, And when I did it, because I believe I'm obviously probably like all of us are being monitored by AI uh, and some of us are being monitored by humans as well. I would think I'm probably on a low tier uh, monitor, you know, just for who I work with and everything that they're probably got me humans on me. And so occasionally I'll do things that I think are embarrassing. And, I'll, and I might even say something out loud, tell these people to go fuck off or whatever. Um, and this was one of those moments I felt a little embarrassed being monitored. <laughs> Was I searched uh, the? I think I searched on Google. Uh, what to do if you're feeling lonely, or or what to do to stop feeling lonely, or some lonely ass shit, or like that, right? And uh, one of the things it said was take your out, take yourself out for a date, and that's the one I chose. I did it last night. I'm doing it again tonight. But it definitely did the job last night, um, and and kind of brought out some of my anger. The I was the alcohol. See, I don't. I quit drinking. Uh, not religiously, obviously, because I had some last night on my date night, but it was probably been over a month since I've had any alcohol and I wasn't even craving any. But I went out to dinner and I had two glasses of wine with my meal and that was enough to get me, I don't know, maybe drunk is a strong word, but it definitely got me uh drunk. <laughs> uh, I guess when you don't drink anymore, uh, that's, what, that's what happens. Your tolerance goes away. So... Yeah, uh, that's going to be my date night. I'm going to, when I'm done here, I'm going to go wash my car and put some expensive gas in it. And then I'm going to drive myself to probably a seat and table and to get myself a nice meal. And be in a nice, lively crowd of uh, reasonable, you know, God-fearing, patriotic American type folks, you know. Mm. Excuse me, excuse me for sniffling in the mic like that. And so, I'm sure uh, I'm not the only one struggling with the fact that everything is changing. And if you don't know that already, I hate to be the one to break it to you, but it's important to know that everything's going to change. It's really important to know, in fact, because uh, I think all of us are going to be directing this change in some way or another. We're going to be affecting... Uh, which way this thing slides. And uh, I saw a very interesting podcast someone sent me by a YouTuber I just subscribed to. Let me tell you what it is. Dark Journalist. Um, and I'll tell you what the video was too while I'm at it. If you're into the spiritual aspect of things, And that includes UFOs and aliens and all that stuff, all the multidimensional stuff, all that stuff. If that's something you're into, uh, and I think it ought to be because that this and this video will explain why this video will explain why um, it was hidden from us, you know, because the knowledge is power. But hidden knowledge is really power, especially hidden knowledge that gives a person actual power that they're not aware of. And a lot of that is if you can convince a person there's nothing outside of the physical realm. If you can get, if you can convince someone that it's every, this is just a material world, uh, then right there you're depriving them. So the video I'm referring to is called "Dark Journalist and Ilana Freeland: Transhumanist Kill Switch," and it looks like uh, I don't see a date on here, but that's the name. The full name is uh, Dark Journalist and Elana Freeland Transhumanist Kill Switch, Nanotech and the Eighth Sphere. Highly recommended. Anyways, in that, uh, one of the things they're getting into is how, and this is something I, I right away, this is one of the reasons why I liked it, and I and it, it's not just like I heard this information for the first time. No, it, this is basically what I think is going on is that we are in the midst of an incredible shift, probably what the Mayan calendar was pointing to uh, in 2012 when the Mayan calendar ended. It, it, no, no one with any knowledge suggested that meant the end of the world. It was the end of an era, the end of an age. And then the big question is, well, what does that mean? Spiritually, obviously, it, it's quite profound. I think that's what all this is. And we are evolving Spiritually, uh, the whole realm that we're in seems to be or, or, or maybe that's just because we are. I mean, who knows? But we are undergoing an incredible shift right now. And that is what the so-called powers that be are reacting to is they're desperately trying to survive it, maintain their power through it and gain the advantage through it. And um, I think that's what the whole transhumanist thing is. Although this podcast gets a little deeper into some stuff that I didn't know that I've never heard. I didn't hear at all. I definitely heard enough to know that we we're in some type of. We we're definitely in a. We are more spiritual than we are physical. You know, the 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 that is the one unique aspect to the physical realm is the physical the physicality of it right but everything else is not unique to the everything else about our existence exists in other realms but in this uh video she's talking about um Rudolf Steiner Rudolf Steiner let me see if that's if, if they mentioned that in here it's got to be Rudolf Steiner yeah and uh, and his work and now oh, yeah Rudolf Steiner yeah and um so here's, a, Atlanta Friedland has been a Waldorf school teacher, lecturer, and writer. Has a fascinating book series, including Chemtrails, Harp, and the full-spectrum dominance of planet Earth. Right, so the Waldorf school is from Rudolf Steiner. It's a school based on his books. And I've always been a fan of a lot of the stuff he's done. I've only read a little bit, and I've heard a lot more, seen more videos on it than read. But I want to read uh, some of his stuff now because she's talking about some fascinating things that he wrote about America and a spirit that exists here. And it, it's very uh, in line with things I've heard about, like from the, what the Freemasons believe, like, the Freemason, like, like a lot of people say that America is like some type of the original Egypt, which would be what, Atlantis? And that's what these people get into as well as Atlantis. And one of the things we know about Atlantis was for whatever stupid, fucked up reason, they were trying to uh, make humans not human anymore and, and sort of, uh, you know, turn them into these uh, transhumans. That's what uh, created the fall of Atlantis. So a lot of these beings that are here now are doing the same thing for whatever stupid reason. I don't know. But it's some crazy shit, and then it's like, uh, that's on one hand, and now if, on the other hand, if we were dealing in a world full of reasonable human beings, then uh, it wouldn't be a big deal. It would be an exciting and thrilling uh, journey to the end uh, of these psychopathic retards in power, you know? But instead, it seems like we're all stupid, and we're all retarded, because we got people talking about uh, the midterms, oh, the midterms can't come fast enough. Like, what? Like, what did like that? The midterms are going to save us. The midterms are going to get us out of the situation. Is that right? Really? You know, like, uh, uh, first of all, how far off is that? Like, it's March. So that's. Eight months. It's practically a year. I mean, come on. And what is that going to do? Is that going to do anything about the executive branch? Is that going to do anything about the the uh, the wrecking ball that they have going on right now? No. And then what? Twenty twenty four? Give me a friggin' break, man. And I don't have any. So I mean, I mean, if we had enough reasonable folks, you would think we would just rip them out of their offices and no one would care and everyone would celebrate but instead we're all insane <laughs> you know Oh, there you got the knuckle dragon my country right or wrong who have no sense of uh, right or wrong now thinking they can just kill them kill their kill their way out of this mess you know, let's well we'll just start a war and we'll just kill everyone until until the smoke clears and then we can, you know, get on. <laughs> you know? You got those folks. You got the brainwashed, uh, mindless, obedient who'll just do whatever they're damn told by the TV. So it's really not about uh success or survival even anymore. It's about AI versus organic. It's about maintaining your integrity and your soul, you know, not caving into fear, not caving into to any of this stupid intimidation and just to standing by what you believe in, standing by your relationship with God. That's really it. That's That's what this all comes down to. We're here for a reason, folks. This is not an accident. We're getting into the weird shit now. But it's probably just going to keep getting weirder, you know? So it's like learning how to adapt to it quickly is that's the key right now. That is the key. And so if, as they say, if things are coming up internally, personal things are coming up, sooner you can deal with that shit, the better. Because the sooner you deal with that, the sooner it's gone out of your system. Your body can then adjust and adapt. And now you're not carrying around emotional baggage, right? Because that matters. A lot of people deny their emotions, which I get. I do that plenty. And I think it's important to a certain extent. But you have to eventually open a valve and let it out, at least a little bit, (laughs) you know? So that's important. Yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, uh, it's probably good that I'm alone because I don't have the extra stress of dealing with people that are in these categories of insanity that I just mentioned, you know, not everyone who lives amongst other humans is lucky enough to live amongst somewhat enlightened humans, or at least humans that are at least self aware enough to understand basically what's going on, you know. I mean, I mean, and, and what that means is it to a certain degree is knowing that to a certain degree, we don't really know what the fuck's going on. Do we <laughs> outside of the uh, spiritual stuff? That's all that matters. That's all that matters. If you got a grasp of that, then uh, the rest of it is just uh, a thrilling ride. That's it for today, folks. Um, thank you for your support. Thank you for. Uh, And those who are just signed up for free, thank you for uh, tagging along and listening and tuning in today. Uh, We'll be back next week. And I think I'm going to write something out this week as well because I just feel like i got to start cranking out more. And I have some inspiration as well um, for something that I think is kind of neat. I'll probably get started on soon. So that's it. I love you guys. Stay safe. See you soon. Bye-bye.